0: What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And what I wanted to discuss in this episode is there was a quote by Reed Hoffman. He was the founder of LinkedIn. And he said that if you are not embarrassed by your first product launch, you launch your product too late. Okay. And now he's building a business, he's building an online platform for, you know, connecting business people. And so it's not a direct correlation one-to-one to sales. But I want to use that idea um, and that that statement uh, to kind of draw on some things that I think will be important for uh, sales or medical sales um, reps, especially early on. And so the idea behind, if you're not embarrassed by the first product launch, you launch too late. Essentially what that's trying to get at is people are trying to be too perfect with their product that... It takes them forever to get it off the ground. And ultimately, what's going to make their product great is by getting it in the hands of the customers and getting the feedback from the customers so that they can make the necessary adjustments. Like you can't just tell, you can't build the perfect product before ever launching it to customers. And what I would say in the same way with sales is, I think a lot of people don't pull the trigger or they don't go make the cold call or they don't actually set the appointments or, you know, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and they could make five more calls on their way home or they, you know, they're passing by different, uh, you know, physician offices that they could be calling on, but they don't because they don't feel like their pitch is tight or they're not sure exactly what they're going to say. You know, they're essentially pursuing perfection at the cost of productivity. And that is a vicious trade-off. And, and I don't think people really take into consideration what that trade-off means for them you know you're you're pursuing perfection at the cost of productivity at the cost of more sales at the cost of more sales meetings and so you know I, I want to use that that uh, that quote from Reed Hoffman uh, because I think it sums up perfectly what you have to do as a sales rep look you can practice ahead of time all you want you can listen to this podcast you can go you know take sales courses you can read books you can write out your pitch you can you, know, you can practice in front of a mirror and i'm a fan of all of those just to be clear i'm a fan of you doing all of those things but let's not make any mistakes about it there's no substitute for getting on the field and putting it into action there is no substitute for walking in the door at a place that you've never been to, talking to people that you've never met, that actually have no interest in talking to you and presenting your product or service or trying to get an appointment on the books. There is just absolutely no substitute for that. And certainly with young sales reps, I, I've experienced it, especially on the phone, people that struggle to make phone calls to, uh, to new places. They're like, yeah. What if they ask me this question? And I don't know the answer. Or what if, uh, what if it, they ask me about this product that we have and I don't know the answer? Or you know, you can have. There's an endless number of reasons why not to make the call. There's an endless number of reasons why you shouldn't walk in the door. Why you shouldn't go pitch this, you know, this surgeon or this physician. Why you shouldn't walk in the door at this clinic and present who you are and what you do and why it might be beneficial to work with you guys. You can come up with any reason that you want to, but just understand if you're trying to pursue perfection in your sales pitch, in your sales meetings, in any of the sales interactions that you're having, you're doing the same thing that Reed Hoffman is talking about. You're trying to wait until you can make your product perfect, but it's never going to be perfect. You're never going to make a perfect, like first of all, they don't exist, number one. Number two, the way to improve a product is to put it out in the marketplace for somebody to give you feedback, right? The, the way to get better at your sales pitch is to walk into somebody's clinic that you've never been in before and say, hey, I'd like to set up a meeting with so-and-so. And you might get shut down. Okay, good. That's That's feedback. And then you can improve. But you're not going to be able to get that real-time, legitimate customer feedback if you're waiting because you're trying to make things perfect. Oh, I want my pitch to be perfect. Or, you know, I don't want to Once I know all of the answers to the questions that could arise from selling this product, then I'll go set the meetings. It's like no, 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 no. That's not how this works. It's not how it works in medical sales. It's not how it works in any sales career. You're you're gonna have to run before you are ready. Essentially, that I think is the idea behind it. And what you're gonna do along the way is you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna make adjustments. You're gonna improve the way you're pitching your product. You're gonna improve your knowledge. You're gonna be be improving, uh, how you handle the objections. You're going to be improving how you handle the questions that you get back. You're going to discover that customers are going to ask you questions that you never thought of before. And you are going to be able to formulate answers for those. Like there, there's so many, there's so much value in putting yourself out there that you can't replicate that otherwise. You know, it doesn't matter what you read. It doesn't matter what you watch. It doesn't matter what you listen to. Like, like, okay, yeah, you're listening to the podcast, cool maybe it's helpful for you. Who knows? (laughs) But it's not going to substitute for you walking in the door, setting an appointment with a doctor you've never met, you know, bringing them lunch, them sitting down across from you saying, Hey, I've got two minutes. Go. (laughs) You just, you don't replicate that. So there's, there's an appropriate level of training there's a, an appropriate level of preparation ahead of time, and it's hard to quantify exactly what that is. What I would share with you, and this is, this is top of mind as I'm doing this podcast, I remember this. This is um, uh, Colin Powell, maybe. It was like the Secretary of Defense uh, a number of years ago. I remember reading this. You guys might want to fact check me on this, but I think this is accurate. <laughs> anyway, I think it was Colin Powell said, how do you know when you should take action on any given decision? If you're if you're in the middle and you're not sure if you should take the action, at what percentage of confidence should you say yes and take the action? That's the question, and I think that's relevant. We can I'm going to use that as kind of a, a framework for thinking about you know when do I take action on this customer? When do I go try to set a meeting? And the the uh, the data that the data that he shared is that somewhere between 25 percent sorry somewhere between 37 percent and 75 percent and I think those are the numbers You'll, you're gonna have to fact check me on it but I but I'm if I'm not exact I'm really really damn close if you are if you have confidence in any decision and you are either and you are somewhere between 37 and 75 percent confident in that decision that's when you need to make the decision to say yes I'm gonna do it the problem is that a lot of reps, you think that you need to have 100% confidence before you go talk to somebody. Like, it's, not, it's just not going to happen. Like, if you, if that's what you think, go find another job. This Like, sales is not the job for you. You're going to have to pull the trigger earlier than that. Now, if you're at, like, 10% of confidence or 15% of confidence, then I would say, yeah, you need to do a little bit more training. You need to learn your product better. You need to rehearse a little bit more. You need to practice handling objections. That's fine. But when do you pull the trigger and do that? It's somewhere between 37 and 75% confidence. That's a big, that's that's a big gap. That means that if you're anywhere confident, mildly confident in what you're talking about, you need to take the action. You need to make the call. You need to set the appointment and you need to put yourself on the field, so to speak. You can't just be in the stands looking down, thinking about what it's going to be like to play. You've actually, you've actually got to get out there, walk onto the field and deal with the, the reality of what, what that brings. So um anyway, I thought that would be I thought that would be helpful in some ways. Um might just end up being a little bit motivational. That's fine, whatever. Um, but I've certainly experienced it with some of our younger reps who, you know, they struggle to make the phone calls or they struggle to set the appointments or they don't want to they don't want to cold call. They don't want to walk into this place because they might get asked a question that they don't know the answer to and then they're gonna look like an idiot and then all hell's gonna break loose. Like, sorry you're going to have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation in sales. Like that's just the reality. And if you're even mildly confident in what you're doing, you have to pull the trigger because that's the only way you're going to get better. You can't replicate being on the field. You can't replicate real time feedback from customers. It's just not going to happen. So, um, yeah, make the damn calls. All right. (laughs) All right. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.